the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Our life as Christians is a life that is a race. And that race is explained and expounded upon here in Hebrews chapter 12. We'll take a look at it together next. We welcome you. This is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard from Valley Bible Church right here in Hercules. We're continuing our survey of Hebrews. Today, we find ourselves once again in chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, encouraged to run the race. You know, as we work our way towards the end of Hebrews, it it becomes very practical and very encouraging as well. It's a clear direction for you and I as believers as to how to live our lives of faith. Here's Pastor Phil with today's broadcast of Truth For Today. It says he's the author and the finisher of the race. And that means he is the leader of this race. And he's the only one that can enable you to complete it. The word finisher there means to complete or to arrive. You won't make it at the end of the race without Jesus. And people who begin to lag in the race, you know what happens? They've taken their eyes off of Jesus and put it on the church, put it on their grievances, put it on their neighbor, put it on something. And he said, fixing our eyes on Jesus. He's your coach. Look at what he tells. A runner can't do this. No, you ain't going to win, honey. You may get run for politics, but you're not going to win the race. You got to go. Your mind is on one object, one goal, one target. Jesus is the coach for this race. And when you talk to him, he'll tell you how to and sustain you and coach you to the other side. You know, the big thing today is to get a life coach. Well, I don't have a life coach except in Jesus. But he's a great life coach. Tells me what to get rid of. Tells me attitudes to change. And uh, tells me how to be a winner. Um, I think, thirdly, we need to learn endurance. And he uses Jesus. Look to him. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and at the end got the joy and was seated at the Father's right hand. But what he's saying is there was the cross before the crown. There was suffering before the finish line. And when you take athletics... He's talking athletics. Paul talks about, I finished the race. 
And he talks in 1 Corinthians, I discipline myself for the race. Think athletically. Some of you have never competed. You don't know what he's talking about. He's comparing this. There's something about endurance. Keep showing up. Keep practicing. Keep practicing. Keep discipline. Endurance. You know what he's saying to these believers? You must expect some pain. Anything worth gaining is worth painting. Every once in a while, I join the YMCA. Why do you laugh? Can you see it? Sunken chest, no arms. And I'm really good for about three days. I mean, I get a year membership at a time. Dave Ramsey said, you're wasting your money. You need to get my university and how to be frugal. But I'll join it, and this is what I usually want to do. I I did it primarily for swimming because of my back, and so I did it for that. But then as I got better, I wanted to attack the weight room. They told me I needed to do 10 repetitions. I did 30. I showed them Rambo's cousin is here. Well, guess what? I went there for two weeks. I was healing up. And that ice and cold doesn't work too good when your muscles. I said, man, let's cancel the membership. I didn't come here for pain. I came here to get in shape. And they didn't say it, but they said, do you know what we're working with, with you? You haven't done any exercise. See, I don't like exercise. It's the most boring thing we've ever invented. I mean, I have had, how many of you own a treadmill? How many of you use it? Raise that hand. Leave it up. This is the noble. Okay. We, we hung clothes on it. Uh, we hang shirts on it. And after a while, I said, Carolyn, we got closets. What's this doing out here? Well, it's just, I don't know, there's something. It's kind of new age decoration, you know. I don't like pain, and I love to play a game where I win. Tim, before his job review, we'd play ping pong, and I I won a lot. But he has job security now, and he wins. Uh, His review's coming up. Exit exam. Uh, Because we've ponged for years. We love to pong. Great, good player. I loved, I grew up with competitive sports, no matter, basketball, baseball, street stuff, no pro teams, but always won. Man, you want to win, you want to win. Exercise is for winning. It's not for pain. Can I get a witness? You know what I mean? Some of you, the only exercise you get is running to the fridge. And so we're an out of shape bunch, the American people. And when I was in Germany, everybody walked. It seemed like they walked everywhere. Uh, man, I, I've got three blocks to go to the store. Do you think I walk? I might have pain. He's telling these believers, pain comes with the race. Whoever told you, hear me, whoever told you the Christian life was without pain? It wasn't God. 
persecution, suffering, jails, arrest, stripped of your income, martyred. The very word witness here is our word martyr. God never said, he said, all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. He never promised you a Cadillac. He never promised you a big church. He never promised you immunity from trouble. No way. Part of God's curriculum is to exercise you in endurance. Can you keep running when you want to give in? Can you keep going when you want to throw in the towel? Can you keep going? A lot of people are a seven-day wonder. Got all this zeal and everything. I remember Ted Montoy when he first came to this church. I thought of that, of even the Fernandes boys when I first, all the zeal. I'm this, I'm not impressed with a bunch of zeal. Can you run the whole race? It's not what you do the first week. Are you still running? Are you still growing? Are you still getting rid of the junk in your life that's keeping you from winning? It's a long haul. My dad used to tell about spirited horses on the farm. And he's talking about how those horses uh, would get so spooked at times in lightning storms. And let me tell you, California didn't have a clue of what a lightning storm is. Go to Oklahoma and Arkansas. You won't find out what a lightning storm is. Out here, it's earthquakes. There, honey, you think you're going to be fried. It's scary. And he said, you ought to see those horses get spooked. He said, do you think they're going to throw you? They're going to raise up? He said, and he said, he's seen times just look in a field because they plowed with oxen. And he said, you'd think those oxen never knew the lightning flash. They just... Boom! Thunder! The horses spooked many times. Scared. You had to be careful. Didn't run off with you. Oxen just saying, oh, another storm. Another storm. He said, you could plow oxen right into a storm. But it was hard to get a horse to do it. One could outrun the other ten to one. Are you an oxen? Can you just persevere in the yoke of Christ? Through Job's suffering. Through being imprisoned. Would you want your husband to be Paul and know he's going to be martyred by the time he's 55 and they're going to bring his head out in a platter because Nero doesn't like gospel preachers? What about the greatest prophet among us? His head falling into a bag because a sensuous girl heard her mother say, get the head of John the Baptist. Where in the world was God when he was cutting off the head of the greatest prophet? Where is God when you're hurting? Where is God in the pain? Look unto Jesus. Don't look at a prosperity preacher. Look to Jesus. He'll tell you the truth about the race. He endured the cross, despising its shame. He never got immunity from it because he could say, Well, you know, I am God's son. God, it said in Hebrews 5, He learned obedience by the things he suffered. Did you know God is going to train you and he's going to have to make us all taste some suffering on the track? You've got to look to Jesus. 
He ran the race. He sat down at the Father's right hand. The fourth thing you need is a goal. And the goal was two things. The joy that was set before him and Jesus. Jesus said, I endured the pain because the goal was the reward of being seated at my Father's right hand, carrying out my ministries, and just the, reaping the reward of the cross. I'm sitting in that joy. It's not just, uh, some say it was the joy before the cross. No, there's a joy. I'll put up with the pain for the joy that I'm going to get when this is over with. Joy comes in the morning. I love Richard Smallwood's song, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. The pain's right now. The cross before the crown. The pain before the gain. I want you to know, one minute in heaven will erase every sorrow you ever had. One, did you know what? One minute. One minute in heaven. I love the old song, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full into his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Are you looking to Jesus or the waves? Any price we must pay is worth the joy that's ahead. Worth the joy, the goal. Now he said, let me tell you why I told you this. Verse 3. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. The word weary is mental. It's, it's translated sick in James 5, but it was used of mental weariness. That you would not become sick mentally of your perspective. And then he uses a graphic word, or faint-hearted, and it was a little word to loose with a preposition that you would be loosened out. That, that is, you would lose your strength. You would be stripped of the ability. I'm saying this lest you lose your mental health and that you feel yourself being totally undone, unloosed, no longer any strength for the journey. I'm going to write this to you to encourage you. The next section, he'll tell you, it's painful being a son trained by a biblical father. It's painful to go through the process of coming from an infant to an adult son in the ancient world. It includes pain, spanking, chastening, scourging, rebuking, all to train a little sinner brought home from the hospital to be a godly acting son. You don't get them without pain. And he said, I want you to run. Consider the heroes that have already done it. Two, look to Jesus the coach who will get you in shape for the race. Three, athletes know you got to endure Someone said of a fighter, we got a brother back here who was a fighter for years in the ring, outstanding fighter, that the ring does not make the fighter, it only reveals him. Some of you are flabby, and the race is showing it. You're out of breath. 
You can only last a little bit. Will you persevere? Will you finish strong? Let me just read these summary thoughts, then we're done. This tells us we need to imitate people of faith. Imitate them. Imitate them. Two, we need to remove every hindrance that keeps us from running well. Three, recognize unbelief for what it is. It is sin not to trust God. You can't run until you figure out where you're going to put your eyes. If you don't look to Jesus, you're losing already. You know, I was reading Randy Alcorn talking about getting rid of the things that hinder us. And he tells the story of a man that came into him, had been battling immorality a lot, and he came in and Randy's trying to help him, and the guy said, well, I've been praying to the Lord, but uh, I just keep falling into it. I just keep falling into it. God's just not answering my prayers. And Randy said, well, let's do this. Let us pray, and he used a book, that this book will not fall. Lord, please keep this book from not falling. Well, look at there. He didn't answer my prayer. I prayed. He said, and here you are. You're going to the same places you've always gone and fell into sin. You're looking at the same stuff. You're looking at the same woman. You're thinking the same thoughts. And you say, Lord, you just haven't delivered me. Can you turn off the wrong channel? Do you have enough gumption not to turn on a porno website? God isn't going to do it for you, honey. Sell the thing. Get a hammer and hit it. You know what Jesus said? Hear me. If you can't control your hand, what? Well, it's all in my eyes. Well, pluck it out. You don't need eyes. You need to get a pure mind. Cut it out. If some of you men come to church with patches on your eyes, I know your problem. Get rid of it, honey. Chop it off. Well, Lord, I've been praying about it. No, you haven't. You're blaming God for what you don't have the gumption to say no to. He told you to flee, not God. You do the fleeing, God will do the helping. I'm about to preach now. I've been, haven't been here for a long time. It's my turn. I'm fighting for your life. I'm fighting for your life, right? Well, I just can't. So the Christian life is can't. I thought I can do all things. Please, please, Lord, keep it from. Please overcome gravity. Please overcome. Lord, take away this sex drive. Well, he will. Keep getting older and die. Some of you are non-threats anyway. But you're a hero in your mind. We're playing games. Get rid of, get rid of your filthy mouth. I quit cussing within two weeks of being saved. Walter T. Helms. I am after guy. Just saved. Stood at the gate. The guy comes in. 
We always cut load each other. I cussed him a little. Just like that, something went off in me. And God said, we, we need to talk a little bit. Get over here. So I got over in the corner. What is it, Lord? Are you aware of what you said? Well, yeah, I just greeted him. <laughs> He's one of my buddies. He said, well, I want you to go apologize to him. Oh, no, no, Lord. That's not cool at Helms. You don't apologize. I want to stay with the in crowd. I'm kind of like Ramsey Lewis, the in crowd. And he said, uh, I said, go apologize. He's going to make fun of me, Lord. I said, apologize. Hey, bro, uh, you know that, you know that, whatever I said. I said, I, I'm sorry. Uh, he said, get out of Howard. Man, what are you doing? That's what we talk. What are you apologizing? You've never apologized. Then this was the real hard one. Watch this. Well, I now belong to Jesus. And I belong to him when I am after you. I was wrong. I can't do that anymore and get away with it. I want to. Because that's where I feel it in my soul. But he said, you've got to change your vocabulary. Have you changed yours? Is your speech seasoned with grace and salt? And I use that. It's pretty strong in the pulpit. But I'm in Richmond area. You know what I'm talking about. Do you ever apologize to your wife and your temper fits? Oh, man of God. Did you know that most churches, only 17% of them are attended by men? We're still doing pretty good. By the way, we need to start inviting our oikos. I don't, there's too many blanks in the pew. And by the way, on the first service, you tell the first service people, sit in those first four rows, because I get under a heavy anointing if I can look at them. They get scared in the first service. They keep moving back. It's like, it's like Death Valley days. We ought to be... Busting the seams because the storm's coming. And somebody's going to hell. We ought to get busy. And don't claim your laziness as a gift from God. Some of you need to get off a of Benadryl and get some energy for God. Oh, I'm spent. I've said everything and more than Carolyn thinks I should have. Let's stand. Come on. Father, we're grateful to you. That we know you. That you, Jesus, put us in the race. You're the author. You're the leader. And only by your grace and help could we ever finish. For we grow weary. We want to faint. We want to throw in the towel. We want to give up. We don't like the pain. We don't like how long the journey seems at times. Strengthen your children wherever they are. You will tell us later in the chapter to strengthen the knees that are feeble and lift up the hands that are drooping. May we encourage one another in this race, that it's a corporate race, not just an individual race. Help us to care for one another for the glory of our coach, our Savior who ran the race through the five nails of Calvary, but is now seated and enjoying the joy of his Father, never to be pained again. This is our prospect. Someday, no pain, no more testing, no more training, just basking in the presence of God forever.
And that will conclude our time today here on Truth For Today from Valley Bible Church in Hercules with our teacher and pastor, Phil Howard. As we close out our broadcast, we would invite you to join us for worship here at Valley Bible Church, and we would also invite you to stop by our website and take advantage of added resource materials we've made available through this ministry. You see, as we come to you on a daily basis, it's our hope and desire that you grow in Christ, that you find yourself sustained by His grace through the teaching and preaching of His Word. Along those lines, we've created Truth For Today Radio, which is a website that contains a lot of other extracurricular resource materials that you can add to your relationship with Christ as you seek to grow in Him. We also have information about who we are, what we believe, and worship opportunities at Valley Bible Church, where this broadcast originates, here in Hercules. We have directions, we have service times, all of it. It's available at truthfortodayradio.org. If you would like to contact us by phone, you're welcome to do so at 855-833-9864. Again, that's 855-833-9864. As always, you're welcome to write to us. The address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278. Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. We would also ask you to prayerfully consider partnering with us, not just prayerfully, but financially as well, as this broadcast and the many resource materials available along with it are available as you link arms with us financially and prayerfully. Our goal and desire is to minister to the greater Bay Area, and we can do that more and more as you link arms with us, again, financially and prayerfully. No gift is too small, no gift is too large. And whether it's a one-time gift or monthly gift, it's all appreciated. And your prayers even more so. Reach us at truthfortodayradio.org or call 855-833-9864. And then come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.